Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. That's 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 bourbon supremacist. <laughs> bourbon supremacist. I don't even know what that sound was, but that was good. <laughs> Welcome to Whiskey and White Tales episode 23. Today is Monday, June 31st, Memorial Day, which many people mistake for Veterans Day and thank veterans like me who are alive, which now you've officially been explained is not what today is for. Go visit a military cemetery and thank those guys. While you're on your way, remember that you can't tailgate someone in a vehicle that is bigger than the one you're in. You just look silly behind me and my F-350 with your little Volkswagen Jetta trying to act aggressive. We are your hosts. I'm Matt. I've come Gus. <laughs> And that was the end of the opener. Oh, you had a day. Yeah, I had a day. <laughs> but um, I, I do like the I do like the uh, Memorial Day reminder. It does bug the hell out of me when yeah, you know, people wish folks a happy Memorial Day. I'm like, eh, it's really not anything happy about it. It's it's time to, time to do some reflection and uh, appreciate the sacrifices others have made. But uh, you know, if you want to use it as a time to hang out with your family and barbecue, fine. But it's I, I don't know. The way I look at it is when people go. Um, Hey, happy Memorial Day. I go, what, what, are you, what are you telling me for? That today is not about veterans. Today is about right, yeah. people that gave their life in service of the country. But knowing people who gave their life in the service of this country, I think that they're perfectly okay with us having barbecues and having fun that weekend. But just keep them in mind, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And you That's, should definitely go visit a cemetery. If you've never done it on Memorial Day, it's pretty cool. There'll be a lot of people out there. Yeah, so we actually have um, in our troop for scouts, I have, I've mentioned in scouts and whatever we have a uh it's called taps across america and nice. um i don't think it's a scout only program i think it's anything but uh we have a couple of scouts in um in our patrol who are in troop who play trumpet and they'll they go to a cemetery every year and, and play taps at the same time as everyone else does for this thing across the country it's pretty nice cool. yeah that's cool this episode is powered by yellow spot single pot still irish whiskey age 12 years Three cast maturation, bourbon, sherry, and Malaga. Non-chill filtered. What was the last one? Malaga. Malaga. And then we do a... It's already open, so that was weak, but... It had like a... (laughs) 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 Empty glass, let me do a little... Heavy pour. So this episode, we we are uh, shooting from the hip again. So we've had some discussions about... Podcast. Well, before we get into that, um, people are reaching out about podcasts, doing a podcast with us because yep. they see that we have one. Right. And I'll ask a simple question like, um, you know, uh, would you do a bottle pop? You know, and then people are like, what? It's like, oh, you don't listen. You right. just want to be on. Yeah. So note to the listeners, um, if you want to be on a podcast, you have to at least be a listener of the podcast. It helps. Or someone want to interview. Like if someone we want to talk to, that's fine. But yeah. just a I, I random dude. I, yeah, I don't expect people that maybe we're interested in 
uh, to necessarily have heard our podcast before, but you know, if you reach out to us, you know, I would, <clears throat> I would hope that you at least listen to a few episodes and are familiar with the format and yeah, what we talk about and, and, and how we do things, not just reaching out cause you're looking for, you know, an hour of, uh, yeah, I've had multiple people reach out and like, I'm cordial with them cause I know they don't listen, so they'll never hear this, but, um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, okay. But they'll say, they'll say stuff like, uh, um, well, I just figured that, that uh, you would want to have me on because I have a lot of bourbon. Like, oh, you definitely don't listen. Because <laughs> outside of Colton, we don't really have anybody on that just wants to brag about their bourbon collection. I mean, yeah. not that Colton's bragging, but. Yeah, no, that's not really our thing. No. It's a shame. Yeah. Poor folks. Let's give this a smell. I immediately smell the Madeira. I'm so glad Whoa. my nose is back. Whoa. Very sweet. I've never had this on a sober palate. I've had it after did you, drinking. Did you read the mash bill? I'm sorry. No, I did not. Did not prepare. This was the last. No, I didn't know pick. if you read it on the back of the stuff if it was on there. But I do know that the spot story is pretty cool. So oh, tell me. Um, I don't know it. It's aged underneath Dublin, which is pretty cool. Oh, that is cool. But they had um, the green spot, which is basically what used to be Jameson, if I'm remembering correctly, and um, they had these other spots, and they found out about blue and red and yellow spot and <clears throat> somebody was like hey you guys should remake the yellow spot like i was like what and so he ended up going through the catacombs and, and finding the recipe for the yellow spot and they recreated it the way it was made centuries ago so what so what is this a yellow sp- like what is the yellow spot it's just how they mark the barrel oh i see so okay. like there's a there are different gears i guess mm-hmm. and um Probably different mash bills, I don't know, or how it's aged. I don't really know. I think that maybe they mark it with the final product will be a yellow spot. Gotcha. So they mark this barrel with a yellow spot. They know what to do with it after so many years. Yeah, yeah. And then the green spot's kind of like just Irish whiskey. Interesting. This is a 12-year, um, which won't taste anything like a bourbon 12-year. You can see how light it is. It's, yeah, it's, it's very light. It smells so good. Tastes like Irish whiskey. It's good. I mean... It's like a sweet Irish whiskey. Yeah, I get... Um, I definitely get that Madeira. Yeah, you definitely get the Madeira. There's a... Sherry, not Madeira, my bet. It's bourbon, then sherry. It's There's a sweet to it, though. Like a sweet cookie, almost. Like a gingerbread cookie or a shortbread cookie. Yeah. Shortbread cookie. Yeah. And I think that's indicative of... A lot of Irish whiskeys have that, but yeah. this is definitely more pronounced. This was definitely like sweet. It's sweet. Yeah. It's good. I'm enjoying it. We had a, did you, but I thought, and I'm going to put you on the spot here. I thought you initially said that you didn't like it. I didn't, but I think it's because I was following it up with other things and I thought it was too light. Okay. So on a sober palate, I, I do like it. Okay. I just think after, you know, I drink a lot of high proof. So I think going from high proof. To yeah. This yeah, is, yeah. That's fair. It's kind of weak, but I do like it. I have to be in a mood for Irish whiskey. Irish whiskey is still one of those things that I shoot. Like I don't shoot bourbon or American whiskey, but, um, I will shoot, uh, I guess, some Jameson and a Guinness, which we've done recently. We've done recently. I just took a shot of that. Did you? Too much at yeah, once? too fast. <clears throat> too much at once. I'm surprised that hasn't happened more often on this podcast. Yeah. I'm sure it's not going to be the last time. So we had a kickball game tonight. Yeah, that was interesting. So <clears throat> the, the intention was to, uh, I'm going to get it together here in a minute, I promise. Got you. <clears throat> Take all the time you need. So we've been moving the past couple of days, <clears throat> and uh, when we talked about what we had going on this weekend, and we made plans for this evening. <clears throat> I told Jessica to just bring me, like, just drop me off, and it'll just be easier that way. Yeah. And we've been busy doing nothing but moving, packing in a disorganized, you know, house back and forth. And she was like, "Well, I want to see the kick. I want to see them play kickball." I was like, <laughs> I, "Okay." I mean, like. I was expecting to just drop them, drop us off, leave, go get, they were going to go get dinner. <clears throat> She's like, well, I've been packing and staying around, you know, cleaning all day. I just want to do something other than being one of these two houses. I was like, all right. So they stuck around and, and wanted to see. And so then she was talking with so She was like, we should see if there's a kickball league up in like Somerville Monk's corner closer to us. And then we were talking about getting my sister and brother-in-law. Yeah. Justin to do it. This is like a traveling league. So it's North Charleston, 
Charleston downtown. Oh, you guys played in like different yep. different spots. That's the first time I played there. We played in North oh, Charleston okay. before. Oh, okay, cool. The way they had it set up, it seemed like they played there all the time. No, uh-uh, that's the first time I played there. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, and then they played there. They played downtown as well um, at that park. You know, when you kind of, nah, I'm not gonna explain it. But <laughs> they, uh, yeah, it's kind of it is the Charleston kickball league. Yeah, so interesting. But I, I assume that with next and coming up, you guys could probably start one up there. Yeah, it looks like fun. It. Uh, if you enjoy, uh, as a middle-aged adult, hammering your liver and knees at the same time. Yeah, we didn't explain that part. So this is a drinking kickball league, <laughs> not a, not, this isn't like, a, you know, uniforms and, and t-ball. This is, um, you go to the bar before, have some drinks, and then you drink deering. And some games are beer in hand, so you have to play with a beer in hand the whole time. Oh, you do? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. And then after, you go you know, to the bar again. I mean, we didn't tonight, but, but that's typically the move. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot of fun. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting to see how fast, you know, as a seasoned drinker, it's interesting to see how fast people get just regular you know, normies get tore up. I mean, you, you saw that guy hitting that bag, dude, that dude <laughs> killed a bag of wine. Yeah. <laughs> it was obviously, it had already started drinking when I yeah. got there. And then when he finished it, I was like, Oh, good for him. And then he pulled out another one. Yeah. Yeah. He had two bags. I was like, Holy yeah. shit. This dude, I assume he's driving somewhere. I'm like, this is no, not. He was standing there waiting all. on someone to pick him up. Do you see his pants? Yeah, it had bald eagle written on the butt. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like Victoria's Secret <laughs> pants. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, that was that was entertaining to say the least. The kids, uh, the kids were asking um, if they could play. I was like, ah, maybe not this time. <laughs> I told Nolan he can come out there with me. Yeah, it's fun, man. They because they get sometimes they're more. It's. Definitely the winner is going to be the team that's less hammered. Yeah. Because there's no sure. strategy to it. It's just. No. And you could see very easily, uh, even on your team and the other team, like who's who takes it a little more seriously. Yeah. Um, people get down the pitcher stance and I think while other people are just laughing and giving high fives. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're, was, I'm not in it for winning. I'm in it for just having fun. It's just. So it's I know fun. you were focused like on your the game you had going on, but and I, I don't know how much you noticed what's going on with the other games. I saw games. that dude kick. Did a, you see that a dude home run? Dude, that dude through the woods killed that ball almost into the damn power lines <laughs> yeah. on the other side of the, the woods. Yeah. It was unreal. I, I saw think, it hit the tree, and then the dude <clears throat> caught it, and he was out. Oh, he caught it. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, it hit the tree, and it bounced back, and dude caught it out of the <laughs> oh, tree. It's funny. Yeah, there were a couple that hit it into the woods that were, I guess, what did you call it? home runs? I guess yeah. that, that, that's what that counts as. But uh, yeah, it looked like a good time. Yeah, it's fun. It reminded me of uh, playing hockey. I, yeah, you came in and watched a couple of games, I think. Uh, but we have a bar in the rink, and I yeah. haven't played in about a, a year, almost a year and a half. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was pretty normal to show up and you know a little early, have a couple beers, yep. br- bring a beer to the locker room, get dressed, grab one to take to the bench. You know, yep. before you know it, over the course of four hours or so, you've you've had a, a twelve pack. <laughs> well, I look at it like it'll hurt less when I get jacked up in there. That like when I blow my knee out finally. It'll hurt less. So that particular field, I don't know the other field you play on. Rough. That was like uh, rough. Like it, it looked like when when you guys were finished, uh, the motocross was going to come in. Yeah, yeah. And they were going to set the track up. Yep. That big bump and then the dip on the way to first base. I know. I'm surprised someone didn't blow a, a knee when or they were yelling at me and they were like, "Don't out. stop!" And I was like, I, "I was, I was about to, I had to, I had to <laughs> hurdle this rock mound." Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's rough, and like when watching them pitching, and they can't pitch straight because it's just it's just oh yeah, ball goes everywhere. <laughs> yeah. They got to pitch it over a a, 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 a small crevasse. It looks like a <laughs> it looks like an empty creek bed. That's, what That's that, exactly what it looks like. Yeah, it's, it's not so even bumpy. at all. Yeah, it's not good. But yeah, it's fun. That's cool. But uh, whiskey and whitetail business. We got um. Can we talk about next week? Yeah, Wednesday. Um, we got to talk about that yet, or do you want to see how it goes first? The weekend. No, Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Oh, yeah. We can talk about that. <clears throat> so Matt did a bunch of paperwork and was, has, has told me about it. He knows more about it than I do. But we made it through whatever the process is. The first round of selection. Yeah. So, uh, the yeah, whatever that is. For the night market in Charleston. Yeah, downtown Charleston market. So we have a tryouts on Wednesday night. So that's what it is. It's like tryouts. Yeah. So they want you to come in there and set up. They want to watch you set up and see that you can do it quickly. They want to watch you tear down. See Because nobody wants to stick around while well, it takes you forever to clean up. Um, but they want you to do it as though we're there to sell. So we got to get tablecloths and stuff and have the products out. But then they, they want you to pitch them on whatever you're selling. So I figure we'll go like full hand, bring a barrel out there, like 
you know, we offer these for local delivery. I understand that won't work for tourists, but yeah, um, yeah. for like local delivery we do on Saturdays and then just kind of go through the, the line of products that we have and, and a lot of the other stuff that we make that we, we don't sell online. Um, but that we have the potential to make. Yeah. I and that's one thing about the open-ended, uh, I did an open-ended um, inventory list. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is, they asked for like three examples. I gave like 10 and then I was like, also more, but it would be, each week could be different. Each week could be, we could be selling yeah, yeah. chairs or nightstands or sure. you know, not nightstands, night lights or uh, clocks or, you know, whatever, whatever we're going to sell. But yeah, we got to go out there and, look good so we're not actually selling it to, to like no. a, an open market we're yep. actually just just a trial kind just of thing. a trial interesting so assuming we pass the trial which i think we will i did a little black hat research on the um the other companies that are going to be there and they yeah. look kind of run on the mill okay well there's one guy doing stuff out of pallets and it's like there's got to be somebody else there doing stuff out of pallets. i'm sure um as far as tablecloths and stuff go do they need to i have the dimensions okay cool that'll yeah. be fun yeah, that'll be cool next weekend we have a a trip to buy 25 uh, furniture grade Heaven Hill whiskey barrels. Yes, indeed. Bourbon barrels. So we're going to start selling barrels locally. So if you're in the Charleston area and you're looking for furniture grade nice barrels that aren't beat to hell, um, we'll have those available. If you drive up and down Folly Beach, Folly Road, you'll see a bunch of whiskey barrels out there. Those are all ours. Yeah. I've been selling them like crazy over there. Yeah. But, it's us. Yeah. And then... Um, we have a, can we talk about the display? Yeah, for sure. Um, so Matt has, Matt, Matt's been pounding the pavement for, well, since this whole thing started, uh, developing relationships with local shops, uh, liquor stores, and has a, a shop that has, uh, taken an interest in our products. And so is, uh, they're going to be, uh, letting us put some barrels and products for sale in their, uh, in yeah. their store, which is exciting. That's kind of how I've been pitching it. Like, I'll give you a barrel if you let me put my products on top of it. Yeah. And it's only, what is it, like, at most 16 inches wide uh, circle? Yeah, it's not, so that's it's maybe that much. Not taking up a bunch of space. I'm not having a bunch of product there. You have some no. behind the shelf. You got a store, but, I mean, you you own a business that stores stuff, so. I think you can find a yeah. uh, a small moving box size space yeah. to and store the, some inventory. The, the thing about South Carolina is they're not allowed to sell mixers in the liquor store. So, they can't sell, like... Bitter milk in the liquor store. It's illegal. So for us to sell cocktail smokers, it's not anything. It's not a mixer. I didn't realize that, but that it makes sense. What's what gets them excited? Because they all want to sell mixers, but they can't. They got to send you down the road to food line or whatever. Right, and that's why a lot of them are next to a grocery store. Yep, it makes sense. It, it also makes sense why I've I've looked and never seen mixers, but yep. do you always see the premixed stuff like the premixed margarita, and it's really yeah. not tequila. It's like. It's a flavored wine is yeah. basically what it ends up being. Yep. Yeah. It's a, I didn't, I didn't yeah, realize Yeah, if they have that. a mixer with any alcohol in it, they can sell it. But a lot of mixers don't have alcohol in it because it limits where they can sell it. Like, if you're going to make a mixer, do you want them to only be able to sell it in liquor stores because there's liquor in it? Or do you want them to be able to sell it in gas stations and grocery stores and corner stores? And, you know, that's the move. We also got hit up by another um, mixer company. Oh, really? That wants to take bitter milk spot. And I haven't responded yet, um, mainly because I don't think I want to sell out. I think I like the relationship we have. I like the fact that we can just drive up there and get a case or two cases or whatever. Yeah, it's literally 15 minutes from where we both work. Yeah. It's very convenient. Yep. And you put an order in, and, and um, D will fill it that day. So I put an order in Monday morning. Right, right. D will fill it. I can leave work for lunch break or after work and, and run up there and get it. Yeah. Those are those are the kind of relationships that it's worth more than because we don't make money. For those that wonder, if you buy bitter milk flat out, we sell them for I think fourteen ninety five, I think. But if you buy the kit, it's like ten dollars more for the bitter milk. So you can do the math there. If you buy it straight out, it's fifteen bucks. If you buy it in the kit, it's ten bucks. So you, yeah, I think the, you can see what's happening. Yeah, here. the the markup on the bitter milk in the kits is 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 very minimal. Yeah, it's we're, we're trying to add value to what yeah. to the, the experience that you, of what you're purchasing. Um, it's not what we're, we're, you know, it reminds me of my early days of working in, uh, <laughs> circuit city, you know, the, the laptops, the markup on a laptop circuit city would only make like $50 on a laptop yeah. where they made money was like, and the cables, the and, USB cable yeah. they sold you that you told you you had to have for 30 bucks. Yep. 
they paid, paid six sixty four, six dollars <laughs> whatever it was yeah yep yeah i don't think we can legally say what their wholesale numbers are but if you listen to what i just said you can figure it out yeah we're not making money on the kits so <clears throat> but yeah it's um it's interesting man as, as things go on as we make more connections and and meet more people especially online just talking to people because uh, i'm you know i've always been that guy where i'll just i'll shoot people a mess i don't care if you respond or not I just, everybody gets a message. You, like just, you get a message. I'm like Oprah with messages. You, you get a message. You get a message. Yeah. But sometimes people respond. Eventually something will stick, man. I mean, yeah. it's worked for us already. It's just, it's not, you know, you, you throw out 10 I want us and you get one back. I'm good with that. Yeah. That's more, that's more, that's more support than you had before. You the know? worst thing they say is no, then you're yeah, and I'm the used, same place you were. I get told no my whole life. Everything I've ever wanted to do, no. <laughs> more or less. <laughs> she can't hear it, so she's like, <laughs> "It's uh, uh." Are you gonna be able to pump out any uh <clears throat> time pieces? Are you gonna be able to pump out any of this? Yeah, I should be able to. So we can. Yeah. Can we uh to have them for Wednesday? Alert? Can we product alert? Oh, you want to do that? I mean, are we gonna be able to have them for sale next week? I think by the end of next week, we could have at least a couple. It's gonna be people need to understand this is gonna be. These are one of a kind. These None are one of, of a kind. Are. These things are going to be available, but it's going to be in super small batches. And Etsy is going to beat you up. Etsy will beat you to the to it. I guarantee it. So if you want one of these, you need to reach out to us because the yeah, the, Etsy's going to destroy because you. of the way we make these and the 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 material that we have to use. We just we can't do these in huge mass quantities. They're going to be in small batches. They're going to be individual for sale because every single one will be different. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to have one that looks like the one you have. So uh, we'll do the product alert, and you can tell them all yeah, yeah. about it. Okay. Hey, whiskey barrel head clocks. We're selling them now. The wall mounted. Um, so it's not the full head. We're taking the middle where the brand is. Yep. So you have a. We got Jim Beam. We got, I don't remember them all. We got a few Jim Beams. We got some Basil Hayden. We got we got a bunch of stuff in there. But um, they're all going to be different. None will be the same. But they're just wall, like probably between four and eight inches wide. And then whatever the width of a whiskey barrel is, a whiskey barrel head is, um, with a clock in the middle. And they're uh, quality. They've been sanded. They're nice. We're going to take care of the back so that the char doesn't get all your fingers. Uh, we're routing out the inside so the clock piece is inserted or inset. It's going to come with a mount. All you got to do is put a hammer and a nail through a wall and then hang these bad boys on it. But um, it's beautiful. The stain I use is American chestnut. Hey, it's and it looks one. really, it's light. And so the the brands, you know, they're like black paint. They really yeah, pop. They that's look why I like really that. Good. That's why I like that stain because it, yep. it adds a dark, almost antique color. But yeah. the. The colors that are already in the wood, it makes them pop. Yep. Yep. I yep. like it a lot. The woods look good, and they're quarter sawn, so you can actually see the original sanding marks, and or the blade marks, the mm-hmm. spiral marks from the... It's They're beautiful. We were going to sand them down in the beginning and make them super clean, other than the brand, like really meticulous. Yeah. But then we remember going places, and people have fake whiskey barrel heads on the wall. You can tell when it's fake. Yeah, they just yeah, look I have one. fake. I have so, one. Yeah. Yeah. That I was, it was a gift for me. And it's like, you can tell that they just took a, a piece of like, it's some sort of composite manufactured yeah. wood to make the, the hoop. And then, you know, they've inlaid some sort of thin material that looks like wood, but then they've printed a bunch of stuff that you, yeah. that someone customized. And it's a cool piece to hang on yeah, the wall, for sure. but it's not real. It's not real. Not so we're, we, we decided to keep them real. So we did sand them a little bit, but mainly just to remove some of the gunk and grime on it so that they look really good. Yeah. They look really There's also good. C- certain parts of the way they cut those. Like if, if we didn't sand them down a little bit, you know, people are going to get splinters and yeah, all yeah. kinds of things. Yeah, just they, trying to they handle have to be them, wrapped so. up. Yeah. But they're, um, but yeah, you can even see the little C not the, what are they called? Groove and socket or the t- tongue and groove tongue and groove. So you can see the little, we didn't, we were going to cut those off, make them flat. Yeah. I think but it's, it's kind of cool like, them. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know that's how whiskey barrel heads are put together. Yeah. So you can see the little tongue and groove that um, that was there, and, they, yeah. and we glued them together with wood glue, and and they're really secure. They're not going to come apart. Yeah, someone that I, sp- I spoke to, I forget who it was now, thought that the lids were one person. I've had multiple conversations, thought that the lids were all one piece. Oh, really? Yeah, and then the, another person thought that they were like glued together. 
Uh-huh. And then when I showed, who was it? It might have been my, my real estate agent, actually. Uh, he's fascinated with the stuff we do. So yeah. I got to get him. If he, he also drives around a lot and listens to podcasts, uh, obviously driving around Charleston. So, Dan, if you're listening, thanks for all your help. Been awesome. Uh, thanks, Dan. <laughs> uh, Dan, the real estate man. Dan Garrison, Caldwell Banker. If you're in the Charleston area, you need a real estate agent. He's your man. Or our chef's wife, Danielle oh, yeah. Nichols, Carolina One. If you don't use one of those two people, you're screwing up. Yeah, you really are. Um, but yeah, he. Uh, we were in the garage talking, and uh, he saw the pieces. And then I, I picked up one and showed him that you just literally can just pull them yep. apart. Yep. Um, and it's really the, the lip, and I showed him on a stave, the lip that sort of rests, and that the, the yeah. lid rests, and then that's the pressure from the hoops that... You know, keeps it all together, yeah. and um, he was just amazed at, at at all that. I was like, you know, and then I said, and some guy sits and hand hand makes and measures all of this, each yep. one individually. No, no two barrels are identical. Yep, still blows my mind. I love it. It's crazy. It's 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 truly crazy. It, it's you know what's funny is I talked to um, I said his name. I talked to bourbon people, local bourbon people, <laughs> famous ones, popular ones. I talked to these guys about bourbon and they can tell you the difference between a 2001 wild turkey um, and a 1995 wild turkey. And they talk about like all the different things that go into it. They used to soak them in cedar, and it, which is there's no way they did it on bourbon, but either here nor there. They tell you all these crazy things like this is worth that much and whatever. Yeah. And I start talking about barrels and, and they have no clue. Yeah. No clue. It's like, how do you, how do you call yourself a bourbon, like God or a bourbon? Right. Not, not an enthusiast, but like, I know everything there is to know about bourbon, but you don't know anything about a barrel. Right. Yeah. Like they don't understand Cooper. They don't even, never, never even heard of the word cooperage. Yeah. I gotta be honest with you. What, and, and maybe this is some sort of uh, a blasphemy, but the process of making, whiskey or bourbon whichever i mean whatever like the process from grain you know all the way through the distillation process and then the the making of the barrel is far more fascinating to me than actually sitting with a bunch of finished bottles and yes nitpicking everything about this taste and that taste like i love tasting whiskeys don't get me wrong but the process of how each of those is made far more fascinating to me yep same um it makes you appreciate it more yeah. once you know how it was built. Well, I mean, this, the story for yellow spot, for example, like, which I probably extremely butchered, but I'm close. I'm sure it's close. Yeah. I haven't read it in a long time. So it's, <laughs> but that kind of stuff that, you know, really fascinating that someone like that. There was an, an a recipe, a recipe for this specific mash bill, this whiskey that, yeah, was, that was lost, lost yeah. and, and found in a catacomb somewhere. And whatever the story true. is. Yeah. It wasn't it's, a catacomb. I made that up, but it was those caves underneath cool. Dublin yeah. where they, where they, where they age it. They found it in there. Or yeah, maybe, wild. or maybe it was a family recipe book. I don't know. But the story I read was that, <laughs> what did that, what did the lawyer tell us? He said, uh, you have to say, it's my impression, my understanding, my understanding. Yeah. 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 It's my understanding. It's my understanding that, that, yeah, we got our hand slapped by our lawyer. Womp womp. Yeah. Oh, Do you I actually have, have a thing. I gotta stop making the. the... <laughs> <laughs> it's just so much. Fun. I gotta get better at this. I will be. I it's will okay. get better. I promise. We're not used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, we can't make asinine claims anymore. So well, we just have to say that it's our understanding. It's our understanding. It's my opinion that. I think it was my opinion. It's my opinion that. Yeah, it's of my opinion that uh, Bill Gates is. Uh, never mind. That's no, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so we can't. Uh, we have to say it's my opinion now. We can't um, legalize things. So stupid. So it's stupid. the world we live in, though, right? You know what's crazy? You can say anything you want as long as you say it's my opinion. Because you know what's funny? You know what's funny is is this podcast is is slowly picking up. You know. It's, it's, you know, followers and listeners. And then the numbers are rising. I, I like to, I like to imagine a world where a year or two from now we have thousands, right? And then someone goes all the way back to episode 22 or three. Yeah. And here's one thing that was mentioned when we had not as many followers yeah, or we listeners. Canceled. And, and the cancel culture is hopefully not around anymore, but still going strong. And that's what does us in. What if, um, what if what if in the future you're not allowed to discriminate against Irish whiskey or Scottish whiskey or they call it racism? Like you can't say that American whiskey is better 
than Scottish whiskey. That's racist. What if it goes that far? I don't have a button for that. <laughs> but I don't think that that's funny at all. And I don't. I think that that would... Oh, my God. Can you imagine trying to have a conversation yeah. about, like... But well, I'm a fan of American whiskey, bourbon specifically. They're like, that's super offensive. The so Scots what, know so how what to would make you, whiskey, So what would you too. call Irish whiskey? I mean, Ireland is, is a people. Yeah, but what would you call Irish whiskey? It's, I mean, Irish whiskey. Yeah, but if, it's, if that's racist now... What? No, no, you can still call it that. You just can't say that bourbon is better than Irish whiskey. Oh, like I see what you're saying. That's 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 bourbon supremacist. Bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that sound was, but that was good. <laughs> I'm all about bourbon supremacy, and this is where they come back and they're like, they're like canceled. He said that he was a bourbon supremacist. <laughs> that's gonna be the name of this episode. Bourbon supremacy it works for a me. bourbon supremacist. Yeah. Oh man, it's a real possibility. You know, nothing's safe anymore. No, nothing is safe. But whatever, live your life. Yeah, we definitely don't care what you do with your life. I uh, no. I just want to make money and make friends and make connections and drink whiskey and drink whiskey. Yeah. Yep. Um. <sighs> bourbon supremacist. We should start that Instagram account. Bourbon supremacist? Yeah. Well, you better start it now because by the time this gets out, if we haven't, someone else will. Yeah. Get, do you, do you, do you have any more? Do you have any more accounts that you can do? I no, I'm, I'm full. I actually need to get online and delete some. Okay. Because I, I have, have accounts that I'm not using. I think I have some. I have plenty available. How many can you have on your at one time? I'll tell you in a second <laughs> when I look. Bourbon suprem. I don't even know how to spell it. Supremacist. I think that's right. No results found. Done deal. So I'll tell you how many you can have. You can have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> I have ten. Okay, I think I have three. <laughs> I have ten three Instagram accounts. <laughs> That's way too much. Oh man. That's way too much. Yeah, I need to go online and delete some of these. Are most of those things you've thought of that you think were good ideas so you just snagged them and now that they're there? Yeah. Um I don't think I want to say them all, but no. so it's okay. I have go back to Ohio. That's one of them. <laughs> Man, you sh- we should start. There was a time that I owned that domain and I let it go. Oh, really? I never did anything with it. Yeah. I bet it's still available. I have a couple of domains I've done that for and I, I, I wish I hadn't, but you know, shit, I have shit ta- happens. Tailgate Times. Yep. Tailgate Times, 153 followers on an account that I haven't used since October 6, 2019. <laughs> um, what else we got? 1A Lessons. I was going to do like First Amendment lessons, you know how I'm oh, yeah, all yeah, about yeah. those. Yeah, that's good. Uh, go back, Mad Car Memes. That one's a good one. There's four thousand five hundred fifty nine followers on that one. I haven't posted. When was the last time I posted that? How many? Four thousand five hundred fifty nine. Damn. July thirteenth, twenty twenty was the last time I posted on there. Wow. Yeah, I remember when you started that page. Yeah. I have whiskey Second Amendment or whiskey two A. I don't even know what is the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment. Freedom of speech. Yes. Second Amendment. Is that the freedom of speech? Oh, that's the gun one. So what's 1A? Oh, that's why. Because I, I made um, 1A lessons, and I meant Second Amendment lessons. Oh, see. So that's what I meant. <laughs> I didn't mean 1A. I bet everybody listens like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, I meant Second Amendment lessons. That's why I've never even used that one. Then I made Whiskey 2A. Then I did Charleston Podcast. I own that. Charleston Podcast. Yeah, that's a good one. Then I have like, Two personal ones. And then the old PP. Mm-hmm. R-I-P-P. R-I-P. P-P. P-P. If you know, you know. Yeah. If you're still here, if you're listening to our podcast and you know what PP is, just do me a solid and shoot us a message and be like, I know what PP is. If you do, this is for you. Yes. Thank you for your long-time support. Because you are you a real one. You're the real MVP. P. P. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, that's a Rice Krispies commercial. When was the last time you saw a Rice Krispies commercial? Uh, I haven't seen a Rice Krispies commercial in a long time, but I see Rice Krispies every fucking day. Oh, you eat a lot of Rice Krispies? (laughs) No, my kids do. They're good. If you mix them with marshmallows in a microwave. Yeah, that's that's called a Rice Krispies treat. You just do it in the oven and cut them up. There's there's actually a recipe for that. It's really good. That sounds like the easy way to do it. Yeah, do it lazy. Stick of butter, some marshmallows. Some Rice Krispies, a table, a, a little dash of uh, vanilla flavoring. Mm. 
Throw it in the microwave, just sit down and eat the whole bowl. Yeah. Nice. That's good. I'll try that out sometime. Yeah, you should. The, uh, I was going to say something. I forgot what it was. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> they should getting better at it. Do we still have the chief one? I want to hear it just to have it. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, Chief Mercer. Yeah. It's 43 seconds long. So Is it really? Up. Yeah, it's a uh, long We're not going to play all 43 seconds. That was a good one. That was a good one. He liked that. Yeah, he did. Um, he's um, he's off the gram. Like, did he shut his account down? Like, off, off, or he's just been I taking have, a break? I have no inside knowledge that I'm going to talk about. But okay, if you go to his account, his last post was May 18th. Okay, and um, as I said, now today is May 31st, which he was a one post kind of day guy. But I reached out to him. Um, I was like, "Was it our podcast? Did we screw you up?" And, I hope, um, yeah, I hope it wasn't. And I hope he's not just being nice he and said, saying it's not. Nothing with the podcast, man. So he right. said some other stuff, but I'm not going to read personal messages. <clears throat> no, that's fine. But, yeah. um, but I asked a follow-up question, and uh, no, he hasn't even shown red. So he's for real. So he's off, off. Off, off. Well, I hope, I hope it's uh, well. I hope all is well. Nothing, yeah. Nothing terrible, you I hope, know? I hope, I hope he makes his way back. Yeah. Things go back to normal, whatever that is for him. Yep. <clears throat> I agree. But uh, what about the competition we were just talking about earlier? Can we talk about that? Competition. That we have an individual that we're sponsoring. Oh, yeah. Um, our, our token Green Beret. Token Green Beret. Um, assuming he can travel now without the... Uh, <laughs> without, without all the of thing. his... Without the medical his, records. His poke. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sniper's unknown. We can definitely talk about it. Yeah. So We haven't been told we can't talk about it. Yeah, it's it's hosted right here in Charleston, or not no, Charleston, no, but South, no. Carolina. South Carolina. It's yeah, at the it's at G- GTI, the Government Training Institute. Yeah, have you seen that? It basically looks like a Russian nuclear silo. No, it's dope. But I heard, I was listening listening to an audio book, and I heard a a facility referenced and thought it was a fictional thing, and I looked it up, and it is not. No, and now I will. I don't remember the name of it, but. Uh, there are some interesting facilities and training places between South Carolina and North Carolina. Yeah. I went to one, I think it was in Georgia. Mm, now I can't remember, but it's basically, you know, in the military, I don't, I don't know where I'm at, but it was, um, it was a Afghan village that was built out in the really? woods and they had like all of it, man, like helicopter landing pads, shoot houses with like instructors that would watch yeah. and, uh, I mean, it was a legit Afghan, and they did Op 4, where those guys run yep. through there. Yeah, Remember yeah. the mayor got in trouble for that? No. So he was Op 4. Mayor of Charleston was Op 4. So Op 4 is opposition force. So we are training for Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So the opposition force is people that look like terrorists in yeah. Afghanistan. So the oh, mayor right. was yeah, invited yeah, yeah. to one, and he dressed as a Talib, dressed yeah. as a Taliban member, and... um he was stupid enough to do a news conference dressed as it and cultural appropriation slap right there. It's so, so ridiculous. It's crazy because it's military training. We're training to fight people yeah. that are dressed a certain way. Um, and, and you're supposed to, those you people know. would lose their shit if they went to uh, Fort Polk. Yeah, I and, know. And went to the PA, yeah. the exchange for yeah. lunch because they're everywhere. Everybody there yep. is, is in some weird uniform because that entire Installation is all about training. Yep. To- at any given moment, there are thousands <laughs> of service members dressed as Afghans. At yeah. any, it just happens. It's just training. Yes, yeah. train like you fight. You know, yeah, especially our, our you know, uh, special forces, army special forces. They specialize in working with uh, indigenous forces or other yeah. forces, and uh, so part of that one, a huge part of their training is um, at Fort Bragg. They they have a whole kind of exercise they go through where folks get very very into character as other yep uh, and so like this stuff goes on all the time and yeah, it's, they play it's, it's they play the benefit Af- of, of these speaking yeah like they they speak the language you know yeah, they know absolutely. certain words and, and they play the part like they come in and yeah salam alaikum well like i'm a salam and, and you speak as if it like you train like you fight right it's, there's no welcome to mcdonald's no it's it's Right, it's real shit. Yeah, so it's 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 interesting to see people who are so ignorant to what's going on and the things that are being done and utilized, tools that are being or methods that are being utilized to help our our, our men and women. 
be better prepared for the things that they may encounter. Um, well, it's like he dressed them all up as Canadians <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then put them in Afghanistan. And they're like, they're not saying A, and there's no Mounties, you know? No, no there's no Mounties. <laughs> it's, you know, it's crazy, man. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Sniper's Unknown. Um, sniper's Unknown. I don't uh, know that our Green Beret's going to make it, but... Um, okay. He's got to check his schedule and get back to me. Oh, which, he better hey, check his schedule yeah, real you quick. You better check it quick, man, man, because the time's coming up. We're not Spend sponsoring this, this time event. shooting your uh, stick and string. Yeah, your stupid bow and arrow. You need to get back on the rifle, my man. Um, be a man. I talked to him today. Uh, I already told you. What I was I <laughs> Have you seen, I said, be a man. Have you seen there's a guy, he's got to think it's Instagram or maybe it's TikTok or whatever, and he says like ridiculous stuff. Really ridiculous, and then he finishes it off with uh, finishes it off with "Be a man," and I just spilled this beer all down my leg. It's all good. Um, and the first one I saw was the other day. It was like, uh, you drop that piece of ice on the ice machine. Don't reach down, and pick it up off the floor, kick it under the kick it under the, uh, the refrigerator. <laughs> Be a man. Yeah, yeah, that's where it belongs. <laughs> and, and he's got a whole series of just ridiculous things like that. Really bad advice, and then it just says, and he's just a "Be a man." Yeah. Sounds right. But yeah, snipers, it's a sniper challenge, which we don't know a lot about it, but we're trying to get together. And we owe that guy an email. Um, Ortiz? Yeah, we owe him a, a response. Okay. But um, we'll get on that. We're both, if you're listening, we're both super busy right now. Yeah. Uh, work has picked up for both of us. Things are getting back to a little more normal with having to be back at our offices. and Yeah. The usual day-to-day stuff. Well, more for me than Matt. Matt's always, Matt's kind of maintained that, but Matt's uh, workload has changed. And so on that, on top of keeping up with the Whiskey and Whitetail stuff, uh, sometimes it's a little bit of a challenge. I've been trying to pack and move for the past couple weeks and finally finished that this week. So uh, you don't want to hear about our problems, though. You just want to. Yeah. I will tell you this. Most of you go to work and then come home and hang out and do home stuff. And uh, neither one of us do that. Like the days of sitting on the couch and watching TV are very rare. Very rare. Even when I'm sitting on the couch, I'm working on something else at the same time. Yeah. I owe my kids and my wife a vacation at some point. People always say, like, friends, true friends, and they're like, we just don't ever hear from you anymore. It's like, well, it's not because I don't like you. It's because, like, I'm busy. Yeah. You know? I mean, we do a podcast every week, so that's immediately one evening spent. Um, we both do some wood cutting. Those are multiple evenings spent. Yeah. Um, maintaining a post a day on Instagram and, and running the store and just making products. Yeah, there's, there's so and, much between the making of the products and, you know, the, we live on opposite sides of town. So the handing off of those things so that Matt can do the, some of the finishing touches on that for the, like the, with the branding and then packaging and shipping and then, like you said, the maintenance of the store and marketing and marketing campaigns. Yeah, marketing, and, setting up Etsy, working with our trademark lawyer, working with our actual lawyer that complains all the time. It's always something. And we're not complaining. But it's just, no, that, no, no, it's, no, it's no. just that it's it takes a lot of work. And if we're we didn't busy. want to do this, we wouldn't be no, doing it. Absolutely. Anything. Like people talk about, you know, if you want to do something, if, it's meaning, if it means something to you, you'll make the time. And that's what we're doing. We're yeah, making the time. The time. Uh, you know, and doing our best not to neglect our, our families as well. <clears throat> I have family obligations for my kids on Tuesday nights and Wednesday nights, uh, sometimes Monday nights. So, you know, I have breaks between the time I get off work and from that. And then when those obligations take place and then time in the evenings when they go to bed. Um, and sometimes I have to get up early at, you know, four in the morning and do something for a few hours before I go into the office yep. because it's just the only time I have to do it. But uh, I just keep my eye on the prize and, Think about what life can be like in a, in a couple of years from now when this yep. thing gets to because we have so many things that I want to talk about that we can't yeah we can't uh, because they they involve other folks and we have uh, agreements in place. Um, as and there's we, a lot of money in those agreements, not our money. There's a lot of people investing in our future, um, and so we don't want to we don't want to ruin those things, and we don't want to you know sometimes those things don't always work out exactly as we as they're initially planned. So as those things develop, we don't want to, you know, put the cart before the horse, so to speak. But, uh, you know, it's fun to think about where our lives are going to be in a couple of years. And, you know, those friends and, and family that are reaching out saying, Hey, we don't hear from you much now. 
it's it's all so that in a couple of years time we can spend a lot more time together than we would have otherwise. Um, and we can have the kind of life in a couple of years uh, that others won't be able to have because we're willing to do some things now and sacrifices now that other people aren't willing to make. Yep. The big misconception about starting a business is people think that you work for yourself so that you work less. And that's not the case at all. No. If you work for yourself, you're going to work way more. So those that run a 40 hour week job, you know, we have a 40 hour week sometimes over. And then we also dedicate probably close to another 40 hours to whiskey and whitetails. But I mean, hope, you know, one day it'll pay off and, um, it just takes time. These things take time. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day as they say. However, there are people that get lucky and they come up with a good idea. And, and, you know, two weeks later they're millionaires like that dude that just rides around a skateboard drinking cranberry juice or whatever. That guy's, he got lucky. I don't have a button for that either, but I have an idea. That button should be like, damn! <laughs> I have an, I have another button down here that I need to get filled. Yeah. So I found out that we don't have 16 available buttons. It's eight. You can program 16, and then I think pick which set you want to use uh-huh. for a show. So if you have multiple, like if you have two podcasts, yeah, um, you could do that. Or if you were planning ahead, and you had a set for today, and then you were going to go ahead and get ready for next week, you could do two sets. That's what that is. We can also swap out <clears throat> buttons we don't use. We can. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like you know, I know that this isn't getting used very much, but it yeah, should. It should. This beat button needs. That to get, one needs to go. Yeah, because it's hard to use in real time. But yeah, um, we'll figure it out. If you got any suggestions for a button, let us know. Yeah, and maybe <laughs> maybe maybe we'll figure out a way for uh, for paying listeners or p- members to donate or do something, do something special, and we'll. You can send us a short sound bite of something. Let me let me field an idea we've got. Let me field, field an idea. Toss it out there. Let's see what the Toss universe says. See what see what you guys think. Because we do get messages on the podcast, and uh, we appreciate them. Don't like don't ever think that you shouldn't bother us with something from the podcast because we want to hear from you. Like that of all the questions I get asked, if you the podcast and, to me is very important. Yeah, I, we both love doing it. It gives us a chance as childhood best friends to hang out and talk. So like if if you have feedback on the podcast, please tell us. But here's here's an idea I have. It's um it's kind of like a like a campfire, right? So if you want to be part of the campfire, there would be like a payment. Not necessarily every month you owe money, but it's like as you can donate. So like say you said ten dollars, right? And then and then that will give you like a donator title. And then at a certain dollar amount, you know, over six months you keep giving ten dollars here and there. After six months at a certain dollar amount you are now part of the campfire with us. So when we sit down for these podcasts, we say, I'm your host, Matt and Gus. And today we have in, and around the campfire and we, and we mention your names that who's around the campfire with us. And then maybe there's more levels above that where you become executive producer of the podcast, which are, is fully legal. We'll give you credentials that you can put that in your LinkedIn or whatever <laughs> profile that on your resume, that you're executive producer right. of the whiskey and white tails podcast. Yeah. Um, but we can go from there. Like, it's just a thought. And then you can bring stuff with you to the campfire. So, like, I'm a big fan of rabbit. So somebody, you know, I'm going to bring rabbit stew. So we're going to have rabbit stew at the podcast. Yeah. You know. Um, but you could say, oh, we're going to have uh, Jack Daniels. So, we had, so at the round, at the uh, at the campfire, we had Jack Daniels, rabbit stew, uh, slingshot, you know, whatever <laughs> you want to bring. Yeah, you, yeah, whatever you want. What's the thought? But we want you to be part of the podcast instead of it just being us all the time. But, we, you know, you could include notes. If you want stuff read out loud, you want other people to know. Right. You know, we could do... Uh, and and, and like, what this is, is it's a, it's a way for us to uh, include our audience and bring them into the fold. Uh, but it's also a way for folks to help support our efforts in, in the podcast. It keeps us from getting sponsors. So instead of yes. you having to hear us yes. break every 10 minutes or every half hour to go, and now we'd like to think, you know, this company, you know, if you want to buy socks, you need to buy socks from this place and use discount code whiskey from sock.com. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's what's, that's the future. So we'd rather do something that's more fun right. that people want to be part of and be part of the team. Yeah, and you can contribute to the podcast and be actually part of it. Um, like a family, like sitting around a campfire. Yep. So it's kind of, y'all like you want to hear ads all the time or do you want to be something more fun where it's, you know, you're part of the family, part of the fair, part of the campfire. Yeah. I think it sounds fun. 
Yeah. I think it'd be fun. I know a couple of people already that would. That would do it. Yeah. Yeah. But a couple ain't going to fix. We can, we can have them. Um, we can, we'll figure out some creative ways. Like, so this week, you know, uh, so-and-so is, is, is pulling up a chair to the campfire, you know, and, and, uh, so-and-so is, is now, uh, you know, a, uh, I don't know, figure out a name, uh, a member of the council ring or the council well, we fire. Need a fire poker. We need somebody that brings the wood to the, you know, to the campfire, right. somebody that brings the snacks. We need, you know, there's plenty of positions <laughs> that we can come up with, but you can make your own. If you're like, I just want to be, you know, king of the campfire. Like, sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, fine. You know, and that position could change, you know, yep. if you get outbid. Well, it's true. Yeah. So you anyways, talk about this as I pour it. Not to end. Oh yeah. I mean, so, I think that we beat that horse, but. Oh yeah. That was really dark. Like almost black, but uh, so yeah, Matt is pouring uh, several, uh, almost every, well, not almost every. We've 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 missed it the past few episodes, uh, but we've been aging in our aging sticks that we have on the site for sale. Some Buffalo Trace uh, white dog uh, that Matt acquired, and we've been sort of keeping tabs on the aging process and and how it uh, has affected the taste and flavor. Um, this is the darkest I've seen it. Good yeah. Lord. So this is March 24th, and I think we have four aging sticks in there. Our kits come with five. You definitely don't need to put all five in one. No, jar. no, no. This is a, small, a smaller one of the, it's kind of the regular fist size mason jar. But we're, mm. we're keeping track of how it tastes. So um, last week we did it after the podcast because we forgot. And last week we both agreed there was a Christmassy yeah. something. So this is yeah. still 125 proof. It may have gone up. We don't have a alcohol meter, but um, it was 125 proof. When we put it in, we added some stuff to it, and it's so still, March 24th. You know, we're, we're like three months. Yeah, it's still gonna smell like white dog. No, no, no. It doesn't smell it. It has that same flavor that we were getting on the palate last week. Oh yeah, I smell it now. I, I'm smelling. It's almost a cinnamon. Not in a, not in a, it does smell not almost in a like fireball, fire, almost fireball, <laughs> but it, it, but there is a hint of like a Christmas spice or, or very ba- baking spice. That is very interesting. That's wild. I'm going to, man, that smells really cool. There's, I've definitely never had a bourbon that smells like that. Definitely never a Buffalo Trace that smells like that. And this is Mashville no. one. I'm going to give it a taste. Dude, I think, I think that's it. We're going to keep it going. But I think March 24th till today, that's going to be the recommended. Isn't that good? Dude, that is really good. Yeah. That's unbelievably good. I can't, I'm not even like, we're not, we would tell you if it wasn't good. This is actually really good. I mean, you can tell it's a young whiskey, right? Obviously, it's White Dog. It has. Damn, dude, but it doesn't burn like White Dog. No. It has like an immediate fire to it, and then it mellows out. It's so, is that caramel? Like, what is that? It's like Christmas. It, it, it's it's cherry. It's Maybe a, some pine. It's a, like a dark cherry. Um, with Got it. what does Christmas smell like? I'm gonna have to edit out all these like pine. No, yeah, meant, like a pine and cinnamon, and uh, it smells a lot like cinnamon. Uh, I don't know. Tasting it again, it's really good. Yeah, it's pretty. To good. To be honest with you, yeah, I like it. I think the proof could come down a little bit, um, but you know, you can't just add water to things quickly it'll uh it'll make it um it, so the the things that make soap the chemical reaction to make soap mm-hmm. if you take high proof whiskey and just dump water in it those chemical compounds come out and and the whiskey will taste soapy did not know that yeah and uh that's why when you a lot of new distilleries that's one of the first things they screw up is they they take something that's five years old and they've been waiting on it and then they they proof it down too fast and it and it turns into Irish springs in your mouth. Ugh. Yeah, not good. But this, I think with a couple drops of uh, limestone water in here, this, this would be, I feel a blind taste coming. This is really good. I mean, I got to do oh, another one. Got to make sure we don't, yeah, make sure we don't drink it all so that we have some for a uh, blind tasting because this would definitely be worth putting up against some other young whiskeys. Well, that one is like, that's the one we're going <clears> to <throat> let go until we drink it all. Okay. But I think I'm going to write this down March 24th to today. I'm going to do another one, age it that long. Um, and then we'll see what it's like next week, the week so after. So it's almost two months to the day, almost. 
It's pretty damn good. That's pretty good to go from, because I drink that white dog, because I, I don't drink it, but I'll have like a sip of it every once in a while just to remind myself what it tastes like. Yeah. This is really good, but it's super dark. Yeah, it is. I'm looking at it now. There's the, uh, it's got legs on it and everything. It's very oily. This is, I'm, we're not even trying to pitch you. I don't care do if you we, buy it or not. Do, I'm just telling you, this you is know really what, good. Do you know what kind of barrel these came from? The this sticks? is the Maker Mark. Maker's Mark. So I'd be interested to try this same thing with some from another barrel. Yeah. A different barrel. And see well, all the ones that are available right now are Maker's Mark. Yeah. Um, and then, but for our own experiment, right? Yeah, like yeah. If we may We may try some other ones and find that a particular one is yeah. phenomenal. The next one's, so I have Jim Beam ones made. So I Maker's Mark Jim Bean, and I have probably 10 Buffalo Trace ones that are made. Um, and what I was thinking is I would, that like, I would now that we know that two months is about about ready, I'm going to do, like, three jars, because I got four jars of that white dog. So I'm going to do three jars, and I'm going to do one Maker's Mark again. I'm going to do one Buffalo Trace, one Jim Beam, and then the fourth one I'm going to do a stick from each. Ooh, yummy. And, um, and just see. Okay. Because I'm curious if it actually matters, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe it doesn't. Because these know. are from the lid. These aren't, because that's how we make our pin blanks. So these are from the lid. They're not from the actual, because anyone that's ever breaking apart a bourbon barrel, the lids are not as charred as much. Right. So mm-hmm. this would almost be a toasted. But they do, yeah. you know, both lids are exposed to whiskey the entire time. Well, I mean, you got to figure as time goes on, the barrel, the the liquid inside goes down. So I, I there's also that anomaly in the fact that one side of the barrel could have been soaked in whiskey the entire time. The other side of the barrel might only be getting vapors, not actually liquid. I wonder if they rotate them. They do. Turn them. They do. But how often, I guess, is what I'm... I don't... That would have been a chief question. That would have been. But I know they do it because... Um, they can't, like, they can't, if they have them sitting next to a window for five years yeah, yeah. versus in the middle of the brick house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I know that they rotate them, but again, when you're rotating, it's like 15 minutes, 20 minutes at most. Yeah. So it's, I don't think that has a factor on it because they always point them with the bunghole up. I'm under the impression. Hell, I don't know. Because the bunghole, if bunghole comes out and it's facing down, you're in trouble. So I'm under the impression <laughs> the bunghole is always fa- pointing up. So if this is a, Top. Maybe that's something else we yeah. pay attention to in the future when we take these apart. Is um, is it bunghole side or or you yeah. know solid side? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot to experiment, but which is cool about them, and people have been buying them. They're just they're not selling as well as you would think they would. I think people don't understand. Maybe we need to do a better job explaining what they are, because most whiskey aging sticks that you buy are pieces of wood that they cut into spirals. And then they hit them with a torch, and then they sell them to you. We didn't do any of that. We just cut these off of whiskey actual, staves. Yeah. yeah. These well, have, the barrel. Yeah, these have actually been charred in it. You yeah. Know. These are legit, you know. And I don't know that anyone's selling those. People sell chips from barrels. Oh, yeah? Um, but yeah. nobody's selling sticks like this. I mean, I trust me. I looked. I'm not going to. We're not going to make something. We're not going to reproduce something like this that somebody else is doing. Yeah. But that's really good. Two months of the day, huh? Yeah. Close to. Mine's gone. It's good. Yeah, mine's gone. Well, I mean, we didn't pour that much, but. It was enough. That's surprising how mint. It's almost like a mint, like a cinnamon mint. I don't know how to describe it because I've never tasted anything like Menthol? That. No? No, like a cinnamon mint. Would this technically be bourbon? No, because it's not inside of a barrel. No. So it's whiskey. but It's whiskey, but it's still good. Yeah. I mean, it's dark. Like, just looking on the table, you can't see through it. Yeah, when I, looking at it on the table, when you poured it in, I thought it was going to be, like, black. Yeah, it's pretty dark. Do you know that um, whiskey can turn black? No. From what? Um, Just aging too long? If, or? Well, it's like the if, if the water. If the water's, like, high in iron, and then you age it that long, the iron will rust. Oh, And it, and it will turn the whiskey black. Gross. That's why I like limestone water. You want soft water for making whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Which I wonder kind of if we were to do, like, White dog, and then maybe like a teaspoon of limestone water. Dude, there's so many things you can do. We could do a teaspoon of limestone water with white dog and staves. We could do a tablespoon of water, you know, just to proof it down a little bit while it ages. Yeah. But then I wonder, 
Should you proof it down before? That's something I got to research. I don't know if you proof down before. I know that people proof down after. It's just, it's a process. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's, um, you, you could have dozens of these little jars going on with different recipes for each one and trying to, trying to figure out what's, um, which one works best. And that could be a lot of fun for sure. Yeah. I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm pretty excited about it. We didn't know what that was going to be when we started, but. But now it's like, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it was definitely like straight up moonshine. <laughs> yeah, it was it rough for like a month. Um, and then last week was the first time we had it that it was pretty good. So, um, yeah, that's good, man. I would I would serve that to people. I would too. Just just, just out of curiosity. I think it's ready for a react. blind. Just see what it does. What do you think it would go good with? Like to, to pair it with in terms of... Uh, Nothing. There's nothing. I think that I think no matter what I gave them, it'd have to be some high proof stuff. But I think no matter what I gave them, that one would stand out hard. I've yeah. never had bourbon or whiskey that tasted like that. It for real tastes like Christmas. People would it's strange, dude. It's very strange. And I think it's because the whiskey's so young, you still have a lot of that corn. Um Do you like eggnog? I don't. You don't? It's it's a you know how like some people can't eat wild game because they're like it's not pork, chicken, or beef. Yeah. You know, it's it's a baby deer. It's it's not. It's a full grown <laughs> deer. But um, I'm that way with eggnog. There's something about like cake batter. I'll fuck up some cake batter. Yeah. But eggnog, egg in a drink, I can't do it. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I also don't think it tastes good. Do you like it? I'm not a huge fan. Like I don't. I won't go searching for it. If someone serves it as like a it's a party drink and like here's some eggnog, I'll I'll sip on it a little bit and. But I'm not. I don't. I don't go searching for it. What's or, in it? Whiskey. So yeah, if you like, um, so there's it's virgin, right? And then you add whiskey to it, right? So you can uh. get it either way. Um, but but like like so like the company Southern Comfort in the holidays they sell non-alcoholic eggnog. So the I wonder I, if I'd like it. The, with, I don't think I've ever had it with whiskey in it. So maybe that's the thing. That's what made me think of this because of the sort of like baking spice cinnamon. Yeah. Christmasy. Baking spice, that's definitely in there. Like that, that might go well with. It just reminds me of the Christmas time and cookies, and whether it's ginger gingerbread or like a snickerdoodle. I, I don't know what it is, but it's it's there and it's good. And for those wondering, no, this will never be for sale. They're way <laughs> too expensive. Sorry. Way too expensive to take white dog and then, no, way too expensive. We'll never be able to sell this, but you can make it for yourself. And if you come here or you do a tasting with us um, and you request it, we'll bring it. Absolutely. Mm, yeah. So we both have an early morning tomorrow. Super early. Lots going on this weekend. So I think we're good. If you, uh, that's another thing too, podcast uh, feedback. So we've discussed that we can only talk about facts on whiskey and white tails for so long. Like eventually we have to just kind of bullshit. Yeah. I mean, when it's uh, when the time and the and the opportunity uh, permits to to do a deep dive on a whiskey or whitetail topic, uh, we will certainly do that. But we also like just sitting and bullshitting and talking yeah. and um, doing the same thing with guests. So you know, a healthy mix of both. Because at the end of the day, uh, sitting around and talking and bullshitting is something that uh, both hunters and Whiskey drinkers, I think, have in common, whether it's sitting around in a good bottle of whiskey, uh, sitting around a campfire, or a, at a uh, hunt club, at a hunt club, yeah. or both, uh, sitting around a campfire with a good with bottle, a of whiskey, bottle of whiskey. Yeah. It's, you know, you're not always shooting the shit about the whiskey you're drinking and the hunt you just had. Sometimes you're just talking about life and what's going on, and, and that's how we want to do the, this. This could be the levels. Everybody gets to come to the campfire, but is it a whiskey campfire or is it a camping campfire? Maybe. And then, and then, or a hunting campfire. And then maybe, like, level three is you're now at the top tier. You're part of the hunting and the bottle of bourbon and the <laughs> campfire. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll flesh out all those details and figure that out, and we'll 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 work through it. But you let us know if it's something you think you'd be interested in or participating in. Uh, we only say because we've been hit up with sponsors and, and we've turned them down because we don't we just don't want to do it yet. I, yeah, I just don't want to. I don't want to do. We listen to a lot of podcasts, and when you listen to them do their reads, it's like they're all full shit. They all start off. It's a cold start. Of, yeah, with them reading. Or, or they stop in the middle of a good interview yeah. to read, you know, talk about Sitka and me undies and yeah. 
you know, Traeger and some kind of mattress this, or whatever, yeah, some mattress. We yeah. don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. We no. want to keep it fun. We'd, We'd much, much rather read what you send us. Like, Hey, I want people to know this and I'll read it out loud. Um, and you pay for that. We'd much rather do that because it's going to be far more interesting. We just don't make us do it. Don't make us, <laughs> don't make us take sponsors. <laughs> we just don't want to do it. Um, we're good right now, but you know, come hunting season, it, it, something's gotta, something's gotta pay. Yeah. And we don't mean pay like pay us. It's someone's got to contribute to the company. Yeah. So it's either sponsors are contributing to the company or you guys are. So and like I said, ten bucks would get you in. Maybe we do. Uh, I don't know. We'll find a cap. We'll figure out some a tiered system. Yeah. A way for for folks to do the donation. Maybe we have to incorporate some other platform like uh, Patreon, Patreon yeah. or um, you and Coke. What's the other one? The Twitch. No, the one that all the that all the all the the people Ten, people tender. use for no the, the people use for uh, adult content the, uh, <laughs> the not YouTube no not YouTube uh, it's not Patreon Grinder okay we're we're <laughs> it's not no anyways yeah we'll figure, we'll figure it, out. it out we'll keep you updated um, shoot us a message if you listen to this podcast right now. Send us a message and tell us something. Even if you're just like, hey, fuck you. Yeah, and if you shoot us Whatever. a message or one of us personally, a, uh, a, f- a text message via phone, make sure you tell us who it is. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, have our number. If you have our number. Uh, I've if not, a, info uh, at whiskeywhitetails.com or the Instagram. Um, that's checked every day. So. All the time. Thank y'all for listening. Oh, thank you so much. Let's give them another sound bite. There you go. Just because they're so awesome. Yeah. And we're going to go out with Kelly the Chief. And I'm proud of them. Yeah. We're going to go out to another song instead of our usual song? No, we're going to go out to the usual song. Oh, yeah, you're right. Let's do, um, let's do, uh, Reggae Horn. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right, folks. All right. Until next time. Appreciate it. See ya.